episode of Pioneers vs Pretenders and I'm your host Joe Human. I feel like I should get um, like background sounds whenever I say my name. So <laughs> this morning we're speaking to Chef Bombi. I said it right, right, bro. Yeah, yeah, Chef Bombi. Yeah, man. I, did you didn't even bring me food, man? I was like, ah, oh, yes, speaking to a chef. You know, we're gonna have like a nice breakfast and stuff but uh guys no, it's gonna happen it's, it's gonna happen it's gonna happen are you it's good gonna... bro no i'm good i'm good mate thanks mm-hmm. man thank you for making it thank you for speaking to us this morning no worries you know what i was going through your instagram profile bro and i saw like a lot of engagement on it yeah and i just wondered like yo how many how many hey can you wait, when are you gonna cook for me dms do you get <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I was just wondering, you know, like how many of those does chef get? I mean, no, actually, you know, you 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 get a lot. Um, <laughs> you try to respond, but you you never keep up. You know, you can't. You, you, you can't. never keep up. <laughs> you know, but you try to keep it professional as possible. Yeah, you know, not to jump into things that you're not supposed to jump into. <laughs> <laughs> so bro uh, what, what what like sparked your passion into the culinary space look i mean at a at a young age you know being being in a system in a family whereby there was never duties for a particular person you know so as a guy you know grandmother used to used to you know teach me how to do one two three four five mm. Then, you know, having to try being into civil engineering, trying to being in the whole construction world, I kind of realized that it, it's not my thing. It's really not my thing. Then, you know, going to high school, tertiary, then that's what I decided to do. I mean, it, it, was, it was pure love more than anything else. Mm. Yeah. Would you, would you say that um, as Africans, are we celebrating our food and our culture enough? Look, the, the, the answer to that is, is, is no. Um, why would you say that? The reason why I'm saying that is because, you know, I've, the brand that I'm trying to create is, is, is a brand that is, you know, African food orientated. Mm. Um, with that being said, we, we will never have to, you know, shy away from the fact that we have been influenced by other countries. Or by other cuisines, whether it's Italian or French or other things. But when it comes to African, you know, for instance, go to Google and Google African food. Mm. All the pictures that you're going to find, they are very dull. Meaning that in terms of content mm. and in terms of putting what we have out there, it's not enough. You know, we have so many celebrity chefs from outside Africa. You know, Jamie Oliver has a, a restaurant in, in Cape Town. But not even on his menu, there's an African item mm. of which it's a problem because you can't come into my house and tell me how i need to run my house mm. you know so with that being said we don't have to be arrogant in pushing the whole african thing to to a point that other people will feel like they be shutting doors out you know for them so it is possible to actually mix let's say for instance mkhod with pasta pasta is an italian thing mm. mkhod is an african thing of which one may argue that Mohodu is a German thing, mm. you know, so food is diverse in, 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 in that way, you know, but in terms of African food, we still have to do so much. What do you think we, like, 
what would you say are the processes into getting Africans to start pushing more of our narrative? Look, media. Mm. Um, media is the biggest thing that, that, you know, that convinces people what to believe, and how to believe it, how to engage in it. You know, social media, you know, me being a chef alone, uh, look, it's not enough. You know, so if media could back up the whole every chef in Africa to saying that we're pushing African content on TV, you know, um, on radio, on newspapers, on what's on people's, you know, everything that people engage in, mm. you know. And secondly, it's it's you know schools, chef schools, you know. So we can't have a chef school, all chef schools in 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 South Africa or Africa that are talking about or telling us a story of a French cuisine. Mm-hmm. It's a problem, you know. If I want to go to a French school, why not an African chefing school, you know. Mm. Tell me about how I cook Maudwana, yeah. you know. Ten ways of cooking Mokhodu, ten ways of cooking lip meat, you know. So those things, I think, those are the things that can change the culture, mm. you know. You mentioned that you're currently working on your brand and building a brand, which initially makes you an entrepreneur and yeah. entrepreneurship comes with so much, no, you know, and, honestly. and a lot of challenges and failures. Um, what are some of those things that you've experienced trying to establish your brand and, you know, being able to put it where it is right now and how have you overcome those challenges? Look, unfortunately to any businessman to initiate an idea, you can be so passionate as my you you can be the most passionate person ever you can be the most driven person ever but you know the one challenge that i always faced is capital mm. because to initiate a concept you need capital to create content you need capital to do anything you need capital but you know sometimes things you know god has a way of doing things sometimes i believe that as much as you need capital you don't have to wait for capital you know Social media for once. I started off with social media to push the whole cooking thing. I cooked every day, you know, spending around about a thousand two a week to buy ingredients, you know, to to cook, push content to be out there, you know. And that that was the most important thing for me, to start off with content and to understand what I'm getting into, you know. Because I, I had a choice to choose a nine to five thing of which that for me was a big no no, mm. you know. I, I was introduced into that world, did the 95 thing, but it never worked. So in business, I was like, okay, cool. Let me be a content-driven brand first before actually jumping to the actual business and trying to and deciding as to how do I generate my cash flow into the business. Mm. Of which capital for me was was the biggest thing ever. You know, was was the biggest hurdle that I ever I ever I ever had to jump. How does how does one create content like how what was the process for you in understanding that okay cool i mean because so there is people that are call themselves foodies or content creators and they just take beautiful pictures of beautiful things and they put it out there but that is not actually content because content is something that can be monetized right so what was the process for you how did you go about creating that content and how did you then use it on, on social media to try and get the right traction and to grow your brand Look, for me, um, 
I remember in 2014, 2014 to 2017, in three years, mm. I grew my numbers from zero to 31k followers on Instagram. Mm. I never wanted to jump on Twitter because, look, um, I don't have a personality for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's only now that I'm, I'm, I'm jumping into that. And one thing I realized in those three years is that consistency with content it's the most important thing. Mm. Consistency. For me to actually cook every day, take a picture every day and post it every day, it emphasized what I'm doing. Mm. People took me seriously. Brands started seeing, okay, cool, now we're seeing him. You know? So although other people were like, who the fuck is him? You know, where where is he come from? Mm. You know? But it was one of those things that consistency because look. I never got advice on how to take a photo on how to post it. Mm. But I knew that an iPhone was a good phone to take pictures, you know. Certain Samsung were a good phone to take pictures, so mm. I invested in the phone. Mm. I was like, no, I'm going to invest in the phone, take pictures, put it out there. Mm. You know, that's how I'm going to grow it. Because as much as now, look, it, it, it's all nice being, you know, some people would label you a celebrity chef and whatnot. Yeah. It's cool. It's all good. But at the end of the day, I see myself as a chef. Mm. Understand? Because hence, my my brand, and I'm less interested in people knowing who I am, but I'm more interested in people knowing what I do. Mm. You know? Mm. Eventually, it's going to happen that people will know, oh, this is Chef Bobby, but know what I do first before you know who I am. Mm. What, are, what are some of the things, because I like that you mentioned that, you know, on social media, people... As you grow numbers, people yeah. would label you, you know, oh, this guy's an influencer, he's a celebrity, yeah. you, you know, um, he is popular and whatnot. How, how, do you, how do you block out that hype not to get to your head and just stay focused? What are some of the habits? Look, I strongly believe that you need to know what you're getting yourself into. You need to know what you want mm-hmm. from what you're getting yourself into. Um... One person who may say that so far, with all that you've been doing, you're now successful. But I know my self-introspection will say I haven't even dented what success is. You know, I want to get here. As much as people see the greatness in you, your self-introspection will say, look, I, I haven't even dented what you see. You know, so it's one of those things. What keeps me grounded is because... I'm not yet where I want to be. As much as you see that I'm there, but I'm not yet where I want to be. You know, so that I think knowing what I want is is one thing that keeps me that keeps me grounded above anything else. Mm. Yeah. You know, there's 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 been an awakening of um, people that all of a sudden want to start eating healthy. Yeah. And you know, just start taking care of themselves. Um, what what would you say are like the steps for one person to start actually changing their diets and slowly getting into a much healthier um, lifestyle? Be- because like like you know you would you would talk to people and like they would think you know eating healthy is expensive, mm. eating healthy is this and that. Like there's so many like stigmas and you know different scenarios around oh. a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. You know, how would you then advise the next person? Like, how do they get into slowly starting to change up their meals? Look, um, eating healthy, people 
eating healthy has this whole stigma that healthy food is very expensive. Mm. Um, but honestly, it starts with your mind. Everything starts in your mind. If you want to do it, you'll do it. You know, whether you're going on a low-fat diet, whether you're going on, you know, only liquid diet, it, it only starts in your mind because the moment you, you're saying, I want to eat healthy and you put a handle on top of it and saying that it's expensive, look, everything is expensive at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Check, if, if you're eating takeaways every day, check how much you spend. It's expensive, mm-hmm. you know? So to buy, to actually buy healthy food, I mean, the, the healthy food that you need is only green, green, green stuff, green ingredients, green veggies, you know? Those green veggies are not expensive. Mm-hmm. Spinach is about 10 rand. You know, mostly of those, they, they range around the price. So it's, it's only in your mind. If in your mind you're, still, you're saying that I want to eat healthy, then you're still blocking saying that it's, ex- it's expensive, mm. then trust me, it's always going to be expensive. What do you think our, our people or our government need to start doing to be able to give people like you who are creators, because I consider cooking as an art, yeah. you know, um, who are young, who are passionate about getting into whatever it is they want to do. What do you think we need to start doing as a country, as a people? Look, bro, because, you know, it, it, it's sad. If, if you'd go to, to the township, there's so many people in the township that consider certain franchises, I'm not going to mention any names, certain franchises as a tradition. Mm. And they see them as cheap as possible. And when they look at chefs, they look at chefs as a luxury, of which is a problem. The government hasn't invested enough into chefs to actually push a certain story behind whether African food or healthy eating, because we are the ones who are supposed to influence what people eat, how they eat it, when they need to eat it. Mm. It's chefs and not a company that will not actually benefit the country with nothing. How do you start doing that? Because if the government is not noticing that there is a need to invest time and energy into a specific um, field, how then do chefs and young creatives, young entrepreneurs stand up and start getting noticed? Look, fortunately, fortunately, it's, it's the unity with all the chefs. Unfortunately, um, everyone has certain egos. Hmm. So, is, is it going to be possible or not? We don't know. But for as long as one person believes, look, sometimes for you to, 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 you know, you look at guys like Casper, the most, the most live and the most hated guys, for you to believe in something or highly believe in something, trust me, you're going to offend certain people while you're doing it. Mm. So if you need to push a notion as a chef that one, two, three, four, five needs to be stopped, one, two, three, four, five needs to be embraced, and it's not going to sit well with a lot of people, so be it. But as long as you're standing for something, and look, that something is going to be possible one day. 
what can we expect from your brand and how are you going to be changing the narrative of the African cuisine? Look, you like jeez man. I'm so I'm so excited to to actually, you know, 2019 it's the time where I'll kind of like let me take this thing professionally because for the past three years I've been just doing it for like okay, cool. You've been winging it. Yeah, just, <laughs> I'm just doing it. You know, so this year it was it was me saying let me do it professionally. And me doing it professionally, I don't want to be an arrogant brand to saying that as much as I want to push the whole African statement thing, I also want to, you know, bring in other countries mm. into the mix. And this year I'm not selling food, but I'll be selling a lifestyle. Mm. Understand? And of which everything that you're going to get within the brand, it's going to be content and lifestyle, you know? And the other part of the business that is going to bring in, you know, that I think it's going to be a game changer. You know, how, lastly, how does one take their product or their service, mix it with the lifestyle and sell it? Bro, um, I had a meeting with, with, with the people that actually doing this thing for me, branding my mm -hmm. company and all that. I said to them, if artists and business people could understand, or marketing people could understand that people buy perception. We buy perception. Mm. For us to go buy a certain bottle of Vev, look, it's a perception that when you're drinking Vev, you'll be chilling with Slay Queen. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if you love that lifestyle, yeah. kudos then you are the target market for, for that company. Mm. Then, as a chef, for me to, to, to paint a lifestyle, everything about your brand, it starts with you. How you live as a chef. Because you cannot, you know, create a picture of a lifestyle with the Chef Bombi company, but you as Chef Bombi not living. Definitely. Your life doesn't say lifestyle, you know. So it needs to it needs to, it needs to balance. So whatever if if ever you're saying that your brand is all about comfort, create the comfort. Find ways to create that comfort. People need to see the comfort before your services. Mm. To say I'm booking this guy, but you know, I want a certain lifestyle. You know? If we're gonna be doing a certain dinner at a posh place, that is a lifestyle. Yeah. You know? So that is that is what my brand is 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 trying to aim at, you know, but in a more, not in a more arrogant way, you know, to say that this kind of lifestyle, it is very much affordable to everyone, you know, my target market is everyone. If you want to experience a lifestyle through the company, then it's fine. Mm. Come experience the lifestyle, you understand? And to actually taking the simplest things like Mohodu, a 30 rand piece of meat, that is being sold in the township and making it, turning it into a lifestyle dish. Mm. It's possible. Bro, it's been an amazing conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for pulling through. Um, this is another episode of Panyas vs Pretenders um, and we'll see you guys in the next episode.